Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Manifestation Blueprint 2022. Wow, it is December 2021, and this year has just flown by me. <laughs> Maybe it has flown by you too. Um, I feel like I blinked my eyes and here we are. And we're totally going to be talking about setting intentions and preparing ourselves for this new energy of 2022. Also, I'm going to give you a few little fun previews of what's to come. I hope you're enjoying this holiday season and getting settled in and spending time with family and friends and all that good stuff. I know everybody's excited to be able to be with loved ones this year. And we are doing the same, myself, the team. Um, we're having a much quieter uh, holiday time than last year because we launched our big event, the Infinite Youth Summit, right at the beginning of January. So it was a busy, busy last year. And this year I'm like, you guys, we're going to rest. So I'm going to be settling in to enjoy all the holiday festivities um, with Jameson and my husband, Travis, and I hope you guys are doing the same. And we will start off in January um, hosting another TSFE mini session. So if you were not able to make the one we hosted in October, you'll have another chance to come into Sacred Circle and see what happens, what shifts when we all come together in a safe and loving environment, able to be real, to open up, to be authentic. We've been through a lot of changes over the past few years, and those changes might just be really starting to take hold and reverberate. Like sometimes we move into change and it's kind of shocking. And then we need to like make sense of it and take some deep breaths. And then sometimes it takes a while to actually get to the point where we go, yeah, okay, that's what this was, or we're in the point of going, I need to figure out what that was, or I'm moving through something and I need to figure that out. So uh, TSFE mini sessions is a great place to open the door to the world of TSFE. And we are going to be opening the doors in the first quarter um, to TSFE, the full program. Um, it's been an amazing year in 2021 facilitating just incredible transformations in the lives of those people who went through TSFE this past year. And it just makes me so happy to see the support and the connections that continue on after that. I always say transformation is not a solo sport. <laughs> so we need love and connection and people that can see eye to eye with us and be in truth, not be living in some illusion or egoic structures, but really people that we can say anything to and be loved and accepted. And so it's been an absolute honor and pleasure to facilitate that over the past year and the years prior. 
Um, and just fun to watch everybody connect and continue connecting long beyond the experience. So good things are coming in the beginning of 2022 around here. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about really setting the energy for 2022. Super important. I love the numbers 2022. Just feels super empowering. It's kind of a little angel number there with a zero. And so we're going to talk about what this what this year is, what this year is in your life, what you want to manifest and create. So today, uh, Andy Eaton is joining me on the show. She's the editor-in-chief and founder of WeWe, a platform dedicated to the modern mystic interested in astrology, ritual practices, cosmic living, and new school approaches to wellness. She's a sole strategist working with companies like Google, Pinterest, and Aveda, as well as conscious brands and CEOs interested in fusing soul and spirit into creativity and into work. She's the host of the Charted Podcast, Your Woo Woo Best Friend, which features practical conversations for a magically radiant lifestyle. I was recently a guest on her beautiful show, and it was a wonderful conversation. So you can go check that out as well. Her method incorporates yogic technology, the psychology of manifestation, cosmic alignment, and the science of human energy. Andy offers online courses, a membership program, and workshops, and she is presently in the process of writing book number three with Chronicle Books. So with no further ado, Andy Eaton. Andy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with us today. Hello. Good to be with you. I know. I'm excited. I was on your podcast recently, which was so much fun. It was your woo-woo best friend, which is so fun. (laughs) I love that title. And um, and so I'm so happy to have you here to talk to everybody. Um, We had a phenomenal conversation. If you guys haven't heard it, you should definitely jump over to Andy's podcast and check it out. Um, And we were talking a lot about manifestation and we're going to talk about manifestation today too. And I feel like we're in a time where you can't have enough knowledge on this and you can't understand yourself and your place in manifestation. Like there's so much to know. And so I want to really kind of hone in on your journey and you do, like we talked about before we jumped on here, you do so many different things and you look through so many different lenses in this world of manifestation and creativity and using who you are to create in the world. So maybe before we get into all the good stuff, um, we can understand a little bit about your journey and how one comes to this point in your life. Certainly, I'm sure you weren't born into this world going, yes, I'm going to teach manifestation and holistic practices and all that kind of stuff. So what are the what are the parts of your journey where this started to rise to the surface for you or you started to have that glimmer of like hmm maybe there's something else for me sure yeah so i similarly to you i spent a big portion of the early part of my career in an environment that was i was working on sales and marketing brand strategy i was actually in the beauty industry for many years so it was a corporate environment And I really loved what I was getting to do. I was working with an Ayurvedic beauty brand that's now owned by Estee Lauder. So it's a, it's a big brand and it was really one of the first clean beauty brands. And I, I loved that world and I loved it 
for the most part, because I got to work with a lot of creatives. So I got to work with hairdressers and makeup artists, and I got to work with aromaologists that were designing, designing products and just really interesting folks doing things that really stemmed from that, that sacral space of creativity. And I, I really enjoyed that a ton. And along the way, I found that I kept having these experiences in which I would shift my focus while I stayed in this corporate career for a long time. I started to do these other passion projects where the more I had opportunity to support creatively minded folks and pursuing their path, the more lit up I became. And I was very much the type of kid that was, I was a woo woo kid. And I, I didn't really share that with people around me because I knew I was different I was always, you know, collecting rocks and doing little spells and things of that sort just for myself. <laughs> so I had it in me. But then, of course, I grew up into this world in which I was working in a more corporate environment. And there was a point about 10 years into my career that I started to have this awareness that I was really good at what I did. And at the same time, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to the, this sounds kind of morbid, but it was true. I didn't want to go to the end of my life and then look back and be known for being really good at marketing and sales and branding for a beauty brand, that that wasn't enough for me. And that I knew that there were other things that I had inside of me to share, but I wasn't sure what those things might be or how I was going to capture that into the essence of starting a, a new business. So I got really open and just spent time. And this is not as, you know, it's not easy. You don't just get open and all of a sudden things open up for you and you shift careers as you know, but I, I, I knew that it was time to make a big shift. So in that experience for me, I actually, I moved overseas. I moved to Spain for six months. I quit the, quit the corporate job. I'd saved enough money. I planned for it for at least a year. I knew it was coming, saved money and when I landed at this location where I'd be living in Spain, which I, it wasn't, it wasn't Barcelona or Madrid. It was a little tiny town and on the Southern coast of Spain on the Mediterranean. I had, I really did not know much about it. I was kind of going on a whim and had a place to live. And I ended up living about like less than a mile from the largest Buddhist temple in the West. And I took that as a big fat sign that not necessarily that I needed to pursue Buddhism necessarily, but that I needed to get really open to exploring spirituality like I had as a child that I, that I hadn't done in so long. And so I started to do that, but at, at, at the same time in parallel, I started to notice what was happening in my own practice of manifestation. And it was things like that, like having a place to live in Spain that I wasn't paying for and being sh shown this path of exploring a new type of meditation and, and well-being for myself by living there. And I, at the same time, got a book deal and I wasn't even looking for a book deal. But once I got that book deal, I had this awareness that, oh, it was something I had been calling in. So I really started to hone in on how are these things finding their way to me? And am I calling them in? And what does that look like when I do call them in? And so I started to really get specific about that practice. And I started really outlining what was working and how it was working for me and what I was doing to 
create these moments in my life where these big things would come through. And, and that's really how it, how it began. So cool. And something really magical happens when what you did is you stepped outside of the world that you knew. And it's like that thing where if you drive to work in the same route every day, like you're almost doing it unconsciously. Like you're not even, you know, sometimes you'll show up at work and you're like, I don't even know how I got here. I just like went on autopilot and got here. But when you step outside of, you know, everything that you know, I mean, going, you know, over, over the Atlantic ocean to the, to another country, staying in another place. Like to me, I think, feel like some of those experiences really are the dawning of a new way. And you don't have to go to another country, but just when you get so far outside of your box, so to speak, like you can really start to notice things. Did you find that was true for you? Totally. And it's something I remind myself to practice. Now I'm, I'm a Capricorn rising. So for those that know what that means. It means I can be really structured and it's what made me so successful in a corporate environment. But it also means that I can sometimes not leave space for that magic to arise for those types of experiences to occur. And so what I saw happen when I made that decision to move across the ocean was I left a lot of space for things to show up and I didn't have a structured plan of what was going to be next. And so the universe or source or whatever it might be for you, for me, it was delivering exactly what I needed at the moment that I needed it. And so today that's something I have to be really mindful of is to continue to allow the space for the magic so that one of the things I love to say, I'll just back up is when I'm practicing manifestation and when I'm working on a a new list of things I'm, I'm wanting to call in is I'll write I want this or something greater because I recognize that the universe often knows better than I do what I need. And I really learned that during that time. And so today as a practice, I really focus on, and sometimes it has to be scheduled space. And it doesn't mean I have to fly across the ocean to get that space, but it means getting outside and taking a long hike or taking a a winding scenic road drive when I'm going somewhere, if I've got the time and that makes a big difference. Yeah, it's so true. It's interesting how we can apply like this concept of like pushing harder, this, this whole force versus flow thing, like force into manifestation, like, Oh, I want to manifest this. Like, and you write it down. And sometimes people apply this like pressure to it. And I found over the years, like, it's like many times manifestation is an act of complete surrender, like, you know, putting in your order, but then also like, you know, the, the traditional, like in a corporate setting, let's say, or a very three-dimensional, um, masculine dominated, you know, kind of corporate structure is like, go harder, right. To achieve more. And what is your take on like that difference between that and the energy of that and then manifestation? Oh yeah. It's so true. And I found when I didn't even know I was doing it in the corporate environment, my process was very much a feminine intuition process. And it's obviously very much still that today, but I really was successful and, and not aligning to that hustle hard oriented sort of culture. And I actually had a mentor of mine many years ago when I was 
when I was, had just started to move out of that world, she, she said to me then, she said, you've been manifesting your entire career. She said, I've watched it every step of the way. And you do it in a way that is really aligning your energy to whatever it is that you want to create, whatever you want to pull forward. And I was doing that in a corporate environment when really no one else around me was doing that, but it's just how I knew to best show up. And it's how I knew to get in flow with my work and obviously doing something completely different. Now I still do that. And I have clients today. I do a lot of consulting with, with CEOs and, and senior level executives. And I do it in a way I call it soul strategy. We're working on business strategy, but we're doing it in a, in a doing it in that way that is leaning into that intuitive sort of yin space that oftentimes they've never practiced before. Yeah, it's so it's so powerful. I feel like that's kind of the wave that's moving through businesses, really understanding what manifestation truly is. And especially for women, how to be you, right? And yeah. be your feminine self and bring that to the table because there's so much of that energy that's needed, I feel like for this next evolution on the planet. Completely, completely. I so agree. And it doesn't mean that you can't have systems and structure in what you're doing. My manifestation process is pretty structured. I, when I'm teaching a manifestation course, I take people through eight steps and we get really specific on those steps. So it doesn't mean that we're just kind of floating and we're just enjoying the ride there. There is a bit of that just being in flow, but I like to create the system and work through the steps and some of those steps, like one of my steps in my process is the step that is a step of making space. And that is the opposite of that hustle, hustle feeling of, okay, let me just try to get this thing. Let me just try to see if I can make it happen. It's just allowing the space for whatever is going to arise to arise. And that is very much, I think, where we're going and, and how, how we need to consider the world of work and, and how we treat ourselves with, with good care with whatever it is we might be doing. I love that. And I was picturing like, so manifestation a lot of times, or feels like a dance to me, right? Like there's a, there's moments of breath. Like I grew up as a dancer, so it's not weird that I'm relating this to dance, but there are, there are different beats, right? And there are different moments. And when you were just saying, I was getting the visualization when you're talking about the structure, cause I believe this 110% we're totally aligned on this having like call them pillars or structures or steps, right? That you can dance within, that you can flow within. So there is a structure to it. But I think sometimes we think of structure as like, it has to be rigid, right? And therefore like, you know, people get really in their linear logical mind and it's like, okay, this step and this step and you forget the flow, you forget the rhythm, you forget the music and the, the ability to add your unique you know, energy to that. And so it was really cool as you were describing it, I was visualizing that like, and that's that beautiful Capricorn in you too, right? <laughs> um, and and we need all of it, right? It's about balance. It's not about getting rid of, you know, one aspect of ourself to only focus on the other. Absolutely. And and that is very, I, I just, I align with that so, so much. And when you and I talked over on my show, as you were walking through the process of manifestation, I was like, yep, yep, yep. This is exactly how I do it. This is exactly what works for me. And, 
and what I've seen work for my students and people that I've, I've had an opportunity to support with the process. And it is, there's, there is that structure and those pillars. And then within it, there's all this space for play and movement. And, and I love that, that analogy of the dance, there's all this space for that. And it's the structure just helps you to really align to what it is that you're creating and what you're cultivating in, in partnership with the universe. And you get to have a lot of fun along the way doing it when you're, when you're operating that way. Yeah, it's so awesome. And I know you have um, an end of the year manifestation blueprint course that you do, which I think is super cool because like everyone, I don't know, 2022 just feels like it's going to be a really, really powerful year. And to be able to just kind of have the space to sit down and really think about what you want to activate in the year ahead, that just feels really powerful. Um, And I'm wondering, have you hosted this course many times before? So I haven't hosted this course many times. What I've actually been doing since, let's see, this is the 16th month. So like, I don't know, maybe June of, of 2020, I started hosting a monthly moon manifestation course in which we work with the lunar cycles to create our manifestation inspired action plan. And I've been doing that for all of these months. It's over a year and a half now. And as I was coming towards the end of this year, I was thinking about how special would it be if we take this work and then apply it? Because what we're doing in that moon manifestation course each month is, is planning out the month ahead, really, or the month that we're in, we're working with those energies and then creating this, this 29 day plan with the lunar cycles. And so I looked at that and said, how cool would it be if we took that practice and then expanded it and really started to create inspired action strategies to reach our dreams for into as to work towards the things we're aspiring to in 2022 and we did that in a four session experience planning out an entire year versus the 29 days that we normally do in my my moon course oh that's so cool so how does so Give me an example for, I mean, I'm, I'm curious about it, but for everybody else who's listening too, like how do the energies of the moon like affect manifestation and what are some of the things that people, you know, maybe a small takeaway or two that people can start to understand, you know, the effects of moon and manifestation? Yeah, sure. So one of the reasons I love working with the lunar energetics when it comes to manifestation is we have these we have these phases within the lunar cycle. And when we start to sync our daily lives to the cycles of the moon, I really believe we start to align to the wealth of the universe in a different way. The moon can tell us when to go inwards, when to tap into our intentions, when to take action through creative expression, when our manifestation powers are going to be amplified, and when it's a good time to start to cleanse our energy. So for example, at the new moon, it's a really beautiful time to go inwards. It's the darkest night of the month. You can't actually see the moon in the sky on the night of the new moon. So it's a really beautiful time to go inwards, kind of sit in that proverbial darkness and reset, and then start to set your intentions and cast the vision for what you want to cultivate in the month of month ahead. And then as we move around the the lunar cycle, we move into the first quarter moon. A first quarter moon is a really beautiful time for creating action. So we start to think about rooting into our plans and making, making some refinement where we need to of the things that we're working on. And it's also interestingly, and I think 
kind of beautifully aligned with the planting cycle of working with the moon for, for cultivating a garden or a farm. So you start to, you start to plant at the first quarter moon. And then as the moon is illuminated, when it's full, you start to consider the gratitude and what you are going to be reaping on the other side of the full moon in terms of the benefits of the work that you've done. So it, it all aligns that way. And then that, that cycle happens every single month. So we have this opportunity to go inwards and set intentions, get creative, really become illuminated and filled with gratitude, which I think is such an important part of manifestation, start to acknowledge the work that we've done. And then as we work our way back around to the new moon again, at the last quarter moon, we can start to release energy, celebrate what we have cultivated thus far, start to cultivate some rest as well, and then do it all again. So interesting. It's so beautiful. I'm a cancer, by the way, son. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm particularly interested in this. Yeah, you know the moon vibes. You know yeah, I know the yeah. moon vibes. Um, it's really powerful. Like the energy of the moon. I I don't know what other people's experiences are, but like being a Cancerian, like I've I have not learned any outside information about that. So it's fascinating to hear that. But I have just from living it, like could tell you that I absolutely feel the shifts in energy between the moons. So I haven't sat down enough to really, you know, think about that or dive into anybody else's information on that, but I've noticed it enough living with it. And I've always wondered if that was something just personal, you know, because I have a cancer, um, but obviously, yeah. you know, everybody feels that. Yeah, I think so too. And it is working within a lunar cycle. It is just another pillar or container in which you can really hone in on the, the, the work you need to do in order to start to align your energy to that of which, to those emotions and those experiences that you want to create for yourself. And so I, when I started to create that course, it's called, it, the course is called Cult Laloon. And, and when I started to create it, it was really something I just found myself doing. I was doing these rituals for myself every single month. And one of the practices for me in my manifestation process is to really spend time with what is potentially creating a block for me or what might be holding me back. And so I would, I would find that around the new moon, it was a really good time to really look at, okay, what, what have I needed to release? And so I'd start to kind of think about that. And then I would start to write my list of what I wanted to create in my life for the month ahead and push away the ego and start to really discover my core desires. And I was doing this in that, this cycle. And then I thought, how special would this be if I turn this into a course? And so now in the course, what we do is we work with meditation and breath work. So we work with some kind of really simple yogic experiences. And a part of that is and I, I don't necessarily let the students know at the beginning that this is what they're going to be doing, but as they're practicing these meditations and the breath work, they're starting to raise their vibrational frequency and start to understand what it feels like to be in your body, connecting to your emotional body, and they start to create space. And so they're in one 
part of the course, they're journaling and starting to outline what it is that they want. And then in another part of the course, they're breathing and meditating and just starting to feel into the emotions of what it's like to have the things that you want experienced in the body. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a little, you know, it's a little witchy and it's a lot of fun because they, they love just the experience of the meditations and the breath work. And we do some rituals and movement too. And along the way, they're journaling all throughout the process to really uncover what it is that they want to create in their lives. It's so beautiful. I love that. It sounds amazing. And the thing that's so interesting is like, when we leave that space, that's where the truth can rise. Like what are those soul desires that you have, those things that really need to rise to the surface. So I love the journaling component and then, you know, just creating space and connecting emotionally with those things. Sometimes like it's so fascinating because the things we think we want, if we leave the space, we discover it's actually something a little bit different than that. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, this is what my ego wants, right? Or thinks it wants. Um, yeah. But maybe I want something different. And I think that's beautiful. When does the Manifestation Blueprint course start? So Manifestation Blueprint starts on the winter solstice and it's a four week course. So we'll start on December 21st on the winter solstice, and then we'll meet together once a week through the end of the year. And then into the first, I think we skip a, a skip a week at the beginning of January. And then we come back together twice more at, in January to wrap up the, the blueprint. And so the, in the course, We'll work through all of those steps, really working with eliminating limiting beliefs, creating a list, really working on vibrational frequency, starting to expand our vision, making space, getting, getting comfortable and starting to have awareness when your intuition is speaking to you and understanding the difference in that in the egoic voice, and then writing our inspired action plans for 2022. So that's, that's going to be the process. And yeah, it starts on December 21st. So cool. Where would people find out more about that? So they could find the course on my website at wewegirl.com. We have all sorts of courses on our website, but they'll find that particular course. If you just go to the shop page on wewegirl.com, you'll find all the different courses that we have. And that particular course will be there as well. So beautiful. Is there a story behind Wee Wee? Yeah, there definitely is. So it's so cute. You have yeah, to it's, I, tell them it's, how it's spelled. <laughs> It's spelled O-U-I, like yes in French, and then we, like you and me, we. And the way that I came up with the name, it's it's been the name of my of my blog since 2012, actually. And the work I've done today, like the work I do today, has shifted so much from what I was doing back in 2012. But I the name always felt completely aligned still. So I kept the name for my company. And so the way that it came to be actually the very first travel experience I ever had as a child, my, my dad spent a lot of time in in France, he worked part of the year in in Paris and part of the year in the U S. And so it was my very first big travel experience was going to France. So I had this kind of little obsession with French culture when I was a kid. And, and so I, I kind of just loved that. But then the reason that I named the, the blog when it was just the blog back in the day, I named it Wee Wee was I loved the concept of yes. And then we being, this is for all of us. So yes, this is us. Yes. This is our story. Yes. We have an opportunity to make more magic when we're connected and collaborative. And, and so that was the idea that it was just, yes, this is for us. 
I love it. I think it's so cool. And when you see it written, it's like, oh, and you realize what the meaning is. Obviously, you know, most people know we is yes. Um, that's exactly what I took from it. And I think it's so beautiful. And I love the connection to your father working over there. I figured there was something, (laughs) there was something really meaningful about it, which is so cool. And we talked about your podcast at the beginning. Um, and you just finished your first season. Like I always, I've been, I've had this podcast for over four years now. So it's like, I don't know, part of my life, my family, (laughs) my journey, all of it. Um, But I'm always fascinated, like what called you to start your podcast and what has the adventure and the experience been for you um, since it launched and completing this, this first season, which congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks so much. Yeah. We just wrapped up uh, recording. We did 38 episodes for season one. And so well over you know, the bigger part of the year I was recording every week and it was really just a special experience. And we're actually recording a couple of bonus episodes going into season two, even because we were all like, we don't want to stay away. And when I, when I say we, my partner, Ben, he produces the show. He's a musician. We have a studio at home and that just helps out a ton in terms of just having, having it really feel beautiful. And he, he's just done such great work helping me to cultivate the, the feeling we want with the show. So the reason I really decided to do it, it was, it was starting to speak to me probably well before 20, 2020, it was really 2018. It was starting to come into my sphere. I was having this like, okay, so I, there's something that needs to be created here. And I'm going to, I'm going to wait and see how it really lands. And I just had this, this thinking at, there was some point along the way that I, I had this awareness that sometimes spirituality and these practices like manifestation and astrology and, and yoga and, and maybe not so much the, you know, standard vinyasa class that a lot of people have been to, but things like Kundalini yoga or tarot that it, it can feel a little taboo and a little scary. Like, how do I get, how do I step into that? What, what does it really mean? And what is, what does spirituality look like for me as an individual? And I also started to notice, and I'm sure you've had this experience too, that sometimes that space can feel a little inaccessible if you don't really know what you're doing. And anybody who's walked into a yoga class or a yoga studio and like kind of showed up at a class that they didn't know what that class was about has probably felt that before. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in the back. This is weird. I don't know what's happening. They're chanting something. Now it's some move I don't know how to do. And so I really wanted to create a space where it could be a mix of cosmic ideas and practical, actionable advice, very no BS and honoring spirituality and these, these modalities that have made such a difference in my life, but in a way in which I'm empowering people to explore and not feeling afraid to check things out. So I really wanted it to be an accessible place and almost like having a slumber party with your best friend, who's like, just pulling out the tarot deck and walking you through it for the very first time. And it's all, it's all intended to really feel like it's for you, whatever you choose, whatever you want to take away from this, it's for you. So that's also why I named it your woo-woo best friend, because I wanted the listeners to come in and go, okay, I want to, I want to have a little bit of an understanding about, about manifestation, or I want to know more about edible plants, or I want to know more about rituals for the fall season. And I can go to Andy's show and she's going to make this really easy and accessible, really easy to understand and accessible for me as well. 
That is so fun. And I love that you guys have some bonus episodes because you just don't want to stay away. You're yeah. like, no, we don't want our first season to end. Yeah. It is very so, much so fun. It is so fun, right? To connect with people and have conversations. And I have learned so much and connected with such amazing people just like yourself. And it's it's really beautiful. And I think that, you know, you were saying the intention of creating what you've created is about like, we can come together. This is for all of us. And we can learn and grow together. And so any platform that does that or opportunity that does that, we're all better for it. Like every conversation you have, every opportunity you have to connect with new information is an opportunity to unlock, you know, something new within yourself and to learn something new. And I just think that's what causes us to continue to raise our consciousness and grow and move forward. So it's beautiful. I love all the spaces you've created. Um, I had so much fun going through your show and all of your um, content and the beautiful things that you are putting out into the world. So very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. And I love your history. I think we have so much, we see eye to eye on so many things. <laughs> um, we see third eye to third eye on so many things. So thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing what you're doing and creating the space that you're creating for people as well. It's been so much fun to get to know you and to join you here today. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes. 